Good morning. Welcome to Declared Victory. Who's on the line? Good morning. This is Pocono. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Yvonne. Thank you. That is so true. Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing okay. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Just have the arthritis in my back, so but outside of that, I'm great. <laughs> I have arthritis in my back too, so I I understand. Oh boy, it's something else, huh? Yes, ma'am. But you got to push on. You better believe it. Bye. I don't give up. That's it. That's the key. Can't give up. Good morning. It's our victory. Who's on the line? Good morning, it's Sunshine. Good morning, Sunshine. How you doing this morning? Finding you. I'm good, thank you. Hi, good morning. Happy Monday. My name's Kemper. Good morning, Kemper. Happy Monday. Happy Magnificent Monday. <laughs> She's new. Good morning. Welcome to Declared Victory. Who's on the line? Good morning. It's Pretty Patrice. Good morning, Miss Barbara. Happy and magnificent Monday. Good morning, Miss Purdy. How are you? I'm good this morning. Praise the Lord. I'm awake. I kind of got my right mind. I can kind of move my arms and legs. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Love you. Love you too. Oh, here, hon. Good morning. Welcome to the Crab Victory. Anyone else on the line? Oh, this is a wonderful Monday morning.
Good morning. Welcome to Declared Victory. Who's on the line? Good morning. Welcome to Declared Victory. Praising God for waking up this morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declared Victory. Who's on the line with me today? Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Happy Monday. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Monday. Good morning. Welcome to the Craig Victory. Who's on the line with me this morning? Well, okay, it's time for me to start the call. Before we move forward, we're asking you to mute your line so that we can proceed and protect the quality of the recording. Hello, my name is Barbara Cockrell, better known as Miss B. Thank you for joining us on Declared Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Jesus Christ. Be sure to continue calling in to join us for the month of April, where our theme is entitled Mindset. The declarers will focus on the importance of having the right mindset to follow Christ and execute out his will. Make sure you invite your friends so they can be blessed too. We have one announcement this morning. Join us this evening for Marriage Matters. For married couples and married hopefuls, 6.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9.30 p.m. to 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. Dial into the same number, and you will be blessed. There were no prayer requests on the app, but I do have some spoken prayer requests. Tracy is asking for prayer for Jackie Tennant and Bill Gibson as Jackie lays her mom to rest. The wake is tonight. The funeral is tomorrow. So pray for their family strength. We also want to continue to pray for Sonia for healing. And we also want to remember our homeless and our our country and our young people. 
The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Pretty Patrice. The declare will be brought to you, the declaration will be brought to you by Dion. Then we will go right into closing comments posted by the declare. I'll repeat that. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Pretty Patrice. The declaration will be brought to you by Our scripture for this morning is Philippians 2 and 5. Have this attitude in yourselves, which is also in Christ Jesus. May the Lord have a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to our prayer warrior. Have a great day. Thank you, Ms. Barbara. Good morning, Holy Spirit. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we come as humbly as we know how this morning. Thanking you for waking us up this morning, God. We don't take it lightly. We know that it was not the alarm clock that woke us, oh God. We know that it was you. And for that, we say thank you, God. Thank you, God, for the breath of life, God. Thank you for the activity of our limbs, oh God. Thank you for us being in our right mind with our minds stayed on you this morning, God. Thank you, God, for your precious Holy Spirit. Thank you, God, that you gave of your only begotten Son so that we might be healed, delivered, and set free on this morning. We come thanking you, God. Oh, thank you for being Jehovah Jireh. Our provider, God, for always making a way out of no way, God. Thank you for being our Jehovah Shalom, our Prince of Peace, oh God. A peace that surpasses all understanding, oh God. When the world is in an uproar, we don't have to depend on what we feel, God. We can trust on your holy word, oh God. Thank you for being Jehovah Rapha, our healer, oh God. Yay, Honda. Thank you, God. No matter what it feels like, oh God, we will trust in you, God. Hey, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We pray, oh God, and we lift up Bill and Jackie and the family to you, God. And we ask, oh God, that you comfort them, oh God, in the name of Jesus. 
stop for them as only you can, oh God. You said that you would you would send us a comforter, oh God. And we thank you, oh God, for that comfort on today that only you can give in the name of Jesus. And we ask, oh God, that you cover Sonia, oh God, from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet, oh God, in the name of Jesus. You were wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquity, and the chastisement of your peace is upon us, and by your stripes we were healed. But we walk in our healing on today, O oh God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah for your precious Holy Ghost, God. The Spirit of the living God, we welcome you this morning. Hallelujah. We thank you, O oh God, for all that you've done and what you're yet going to do in us and through us, O oh God. Thank you for the vessel that you've used for us to be here this morning. Thank you for declared victory, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for those that work behind the scenes, O oh God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. I thank you for every family represented on Declare Victory this morning, God. And I ask, O oh God, that you continue to cover us, O oh God, with your love and with your blood, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. I ask, O oh God, that you continue to create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us, O oh God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. You told us in your word to lean not to our own understanding, but to acknowledge you in all of our ways, and you would direct our path, oh God. We thank you for our path being directed on today, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We pray, oh God, for our children, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Continue to encamp your angels round about them, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Direct them, O oh God. Guide them, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, in the way in which they should go, God. Hallelujah, God. Regulate their minds, O oh God, on today, God. Hallelujah. You told us to submit ourselves unto God. Resist the devil, and you would, he would flee. Hallelujah from you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So we submit ourselves, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask, oh God, that you forgive us for our sins, oh God. In the name of Jesus, you told us not to be conformed to this world, oh God, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Thank you, God, that our minds have been renewed, oh God. Thank you that you brought us out of the muck and the mire, oh God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. You could have left us out in darkness, oh God. But you brought us out, God. Thank you, God. Thank you for food on the table, God. Thank you for our bills being paid, oh God. Thank you, oh God, for more than enough, oh God. I pray for the homeless, oh God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord Jesus. 
I pray, oh God, that their minds and their hearts will be regulated, oh God, in the name of Jesus, and they will come out, oh God, and they will go in, oh God, in the name of Jesus, and they will find shelter, oh God, but until then, God, let them know that all they have to do is call on the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, demons tremble at the name. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. And we thank you, oh God. We thank you, God, that you provided us with a with a comforter, oh God, with a way maker, oh God, with a peacekeeper, oh God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You said in your word, let your light shine out of darkness, oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We thank you, oh God, that we are not in darkness. Thank you. We pray for marriages on today, God. We pray for marriages on today, God. Continue to bind us in love and bind us in unity, oh God. Let us love each other like you love the church, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for Marriage Matters, oh God. Another vehicle that we use, oh God. Hallelujah. We ask, oh God, that you guide, oh God, and that you continue to direct, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Have your way, God. Have your way, oh God, in the name of Jesus. You said in your word, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and pray, seek my faith, turn from their wicked ways, then, then, then and then only, oh God, will we hear from heaven. And our land will be healed. We need our land healed, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, oh God, in advance for our land being healed, oh God. We cast out devils, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We cast that murdering demon out in the name of Jesus. We cast out that cancer demon in the name of Jesus. That diabetes demon in the name of Jesus, we cast it out. We cast out heart disease in the name of Jesus. You have no place here. You have no authority here. We belong to the Most High God. We are healed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We ask, oh God, that you forgive us for our unbelief on today, God. We know, oh God, what your word says, oh God. But we must believe, oh God. We must believe in our hearts, oh God, on your word, oh God. So hide your word in our hearts, oh God, so we may not sin against you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 We thank you, oh God, in advance, oh God, for what you're going to do in us and through us, oh God. Thank you, oh God, for the heavenlies, oh God. 
Thank you, oh God, for the angels, oh God, that you've assigned to us, oh God. Thank you, oh God, that you know us, oh God, before we were even formed in our mother's womb, oh God. Thank you, God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you for revelation knowledge of you, oh God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, that we continue to seek and find, oh God, in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, as we take our phones off mute, to give your name praise, oh God, to give your name glory, oh God, on this Thank morning, you. God. We did it in the
and we give you praise, oh God. In Jesus' name, amen, as I pass the call to the honor. Uh-oh, can you hear me? Yes. Awesome. Good morning, God morning. Great morning and happy Monday to everyone. Thank you, uh, Miss Barbara, for hosting and for greeting this morning. Thank you, Pretty, for uh, absolutely blessing us, us with that power-packed prayer this morning for those of you that contributed your sound Um, to ensure that our Heavenly Father knows that we appreciate even the opportunity to glorify him this morning. Again, uh, it is always an honor, a pleasure to be able to share uh, and to speak truth to power that someone might get a revelation, a fresh revelation, a fresh word. You guys know normally I don't share on Mondays. Uh, but the word says it like this, be ye also ready when at all times. Amen. So I thank God for, uh, for Rhema this morning. I thank God for uh, giving me uh, what I believe will empower you to empower yourself and to empower others. Uh, I pray that everybody had a wonderful Easter Resurrection Sunday. Uh, I pray that you spent time with friends and family and loved ones. But more importantly, I pray that you reflected on the truth of the access that we have to this amazing, uh, all-powerful, all-seeing, all-knowing, wise God that we call Abba. We thank God, uh, the Father, for Jesus the Son, but more importantly, we thank Him for life and life more abundantly because of the sacrifice and because of the authority that He walks in as He got up out of the grave with life, uh, death, and the keys to both heaven and hell in His hands. I'm grateful to call myself a believer in the only true and wise God. Amen. Amen. So um, we have been having a a wonderful journey as we are talking consistently about mindset, talking about mindset. Chances are this will be a a, a A and B conversation. It is a little bit more uh, lengthy, so I I won't do both pieces, but you'll probably get the second piece on Wednesday. Um, And I want to talk, first of all, we're going to go to uh, Matthew, the 19th chapter. Let me double check. I don't know if I want to do Matthew or if I want to do Luke. I'm pretty sure I'm going to do Matthew 19. Um, And I, I want to go into our mentality as it relates to money, right? Uh, I'll call it money on my mind this morning, money on our mind. Uh, We've heard it said, and we know without uh, a shadow of a doubt, according to the word of God, that the Bible says it like this, where your treasure is, 
there will be uh, your hearts also. We also know that Matthew 6 and 33 says, Seek uh, ye first the kingdom of God and all of its righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. Right before uh, I go into this share, um, I'm not sure if all of you know, um, but I'm going to say this because the Word of God tells us to be sober, uh, to be uh, diligent, but it also tells us uh, to keep watch, to keep watching, to pay attention with the world and all of the shifts and the twists and the turns and the truth that uh, how things were when I was born in 1972, as my brother would say it that way, uh, things have shifted, things have changed, things are different. They are not the same as they were without question uh, concerning finances or resource or liquidity. Things have changed directions and as a result, we are responsible for being aware of the bend, being aware of the shift, being aware of the changes. Uh, in the immediate future, uh, there is something called uh, a FedCo card that will be released. That's probably in July of this year. Um, and yep, I said it. You can Google it. You can research it. Do whatever you'd like. But what what will happen uh, going forward is outside of paper currency, every single cent that you spend every single day will be digitally monitored, tracked. In some cases, restricted, um, and often released. Keep in mind that. Of the world, uh, the, the systems, as God is restructuring systems, as he's restructuring how we look at currency and um, uh, the idea of a global dollar, a dollar that uh, <clears throat> crosses all national, international, uh, inner city, outer city regions. This dollar is going to become unified, and with this particular card, before your money, even if you send it through Cash App, comes to you, it'll go and register, let the government know about every single dollar that you spend, and then determine whether or not that specific spend is feasible or legal. Now, <clears throat> I don't want to weird y'all out. But I do want to make you aware um, it is important that you understand what's transpiring uh, in in the world financially because it's going to play a major role in how you move forward over the next several years. Okay? All right. So as not to be uh, <laughs> feared or <clears throat> there to be massive concern about me being a conspiracy theorist because I don't want y'all to think that, but I, I do want you to know that we stay aware not to become fearful, not to become fretful, but to be aware and to be prepared in the event for all of these shifts. I remember being uh, probably round about, oh, I'd say 21, 22, 
Listen, I'm from Richmond, inner city Richmond. I had some hustle to me, and it was it was real. I knew how to move things uh, with paper. I knew how to, and some folks may may be able to relate. I, I like to tell these kinds of stories because money was really, really important to me. For those of you that have been here a while, you already know all of that. But I had some hustle to me, and if you know the definition of hustle, it, it, it can be associated with to swindle or to do things abruptly with force, right? Um, we know the condition of people's hearts based upon how they spend a dollar, how they maneuver, move a dollar, how they manipulate a dollar. And for me, um, because I didn't want to love, I didn't want to trust, I didn't want to wait for anything from anyone. I always wanted to have access to it myself. So in where I grew up, in the era that I grew up in, um, a lot of the people that I was exposed to, that I, I spent close time with, we may not have been considered friends or companions or anything of that nature, but uh, they were white-collar crime uh, <laughs> maneuverers, right? So I learned a lot of stuff that I, I should not have learned because we are a culmination of our experiences and our exposure. And I promise I'll get to text in just a moment, but I want to I want to lay a foundation um, as as I watched God restructure my idea of identity through a mindset shift as it relates to money. Right? Um, it is important that we identify what's in our heart concerning finances, concerning resources, concerning liquidity. For me, when I was young, before I understood the power of what uh, a spiritual people will say or learning people will say, uh, Dagon is the god of money. It, it is, um, you can look it up, um, right? So there, there are different uh, influences associated with finances. There are different uh, mentalities concerning fi finances. We run into people sometimes that have an elitist idea. Uh, we run into some some people who have a, a, a stingy heart concerning money. We run into people who have a poverty mentality as it relates to money. We run into people who are irresponsible or have no financial integrity. We run into all types of people um, as we go through this life. And I, I remember a season of my life. See, back in the day, you could uh, you could work all kinds of little uh, paper trail tricks <laughs> because things were not digitized. There was not a digital tracking system in place to manage and maintain money. And as the world began to educate itself uh, as it relates to technology, everything changed. Everything is changing and everything continues to change to the degree that uh, artificial intelligence 
uh, can literally change your financial situation with a resume tweak. Artificial intelligence can um, apply for a grant or a loan for you without your input. All you have to do is ask the right question to get the right answer. Nevertheless, uh, as I uh, started shifting in my thinking and moving out of hustle into home, uh, I stopped hustling uh, because my heart didn't have a desire to hustle. As God changed my heart and changed my mind, changed my mindset, I, I developed a mindset of stewardship before I knew that that was the only path. I know I said a whole bunch real fast. I promise I'll break it all down. There are things that you have captured uh, as fundamental things in mentality concerning money, concerning liquidity, concerning finances, systems that were set up in your life from childhood into uh, your teenage years, into your early adulthood. And, and what I can say is if you struggle financially, there's an old system in your mindset that needs to be dismantled. And I need you to hear me uh, by the power of the Holy Ghost. You need to dismantle it really, really quickly in this hour. It is going to be crucial that you are a good steward over whatever it is that God gives you access to because in this, uh, this final hour that we're standing in, you're going to need to be able to move around and it will not afford you an opportunity to not be a solid steward. Okay. All right. Let, let's go to this word right quick. <clears throat> now, we, we've heard both of these scriptures, both of these passages uh, for years on end. Um, we, we've heard them over and over and over again. Now, I'm sorry, it was Matthew 25. We've heard them over and over and over again. But I'm going to read the one that is, um, I'll, I'll say it like this, less favorable. I'm going to read the one that's a little bit more offensive because I, I need your heart to hear what it is. That I'm going to say. We're going to go to Luke, the 19th chapter. Luke 19. And I'm going to, uh, I'm going to walk through verses 11 through 27. And then on Wednesday, I'll do the Matthew 25. But today, let's, let's do uh, the Luke. Okay. All right. So, so this is, again, a very familiar passage of Scripture. We've heard it. We don't really refer to this one in Luke very often, and probably because it's a little bit offensive. But this morning, I think I want to uh, frustrate the grace that you have for not stewarding your resources the way that you need to to operate effectively in kingdom uh functionality because there's a there's a need for you right now there's a serious um clarion call that we begin to pay attention to things that we don't necessarily worry ourselves with i'm i'm saying it uh so that you won't be completely unaware you won't ever be able to say nobody told you okay all right so the parable of the 10 mayans 
So while they were listening to this, he went on to tell them a parable because he had uh, near Jerusalem and the people thought that the kingdom of God was going to appear at once. And he said, a man of noble birth went to a distant country to have himself appointed king and then to return. And he called 10 of his servants and gave them 10 Mayans. Put this money to work, he said, until I come back. But his subjects hated him and sent a delegation after him to say, we don't want this man to be our king. He was made king, however, and returned home. And then he, set, uh, he sent for the servants to whom he had given the money in order to find out what they had gained with it. You heard that? Put a pin in that. And y'all heard that? Here, let me read this sentence right quick. We, we don't want we don't want this man to be our king. Y'all pay attention. <laughs> Nevertheless, right? Nevertheless, he became king. Y'all listen to me with spiritual ears. Pay attention. All right. Uh, but his subjects hated him and sent delegation after him to say, we don't want this man to be our king. But he was made king, however, and returned home. And then he sent for the servants to whom he had given the money in order to find out what they had gained with it. Well, the first one said, uh, sir, your Mayan has earned 10 more. And he said, cool, well done, my good and faithful servant. His master replied, because you have been trustworthy in a very small matter, take charge over 10 cities. You listening? Take charge over 10 cities. And the second came and said, sir, your Mayan has earned five more. And his master answered, okay, cool. Now you take five cities. And then another servant came and said, here's your Mayan. I kept it. I laid it away and put it in a piece of cloth. I was afraid of you because you are a hard man, right? You take out what you did not put in and reap where you did not sow. And his master replied and said, okay, cool. I'll judge you by your words. You wicked servant. You knew, you knew that I was a hard man taking out what I did not put in and reaping where I did not sow. Why then didn't you at least put my money on deposit or in the bank, right? So that when I came back, I could have collected it with interest. That's the least you could have done. And then he said to those standing by, take his Mayan away from him and give it to the one who has 10 Mayan. Sir, they said he already has 10 Mayan. And he replied, I tell you that everyone who has more will be given. But as for the one who has nothing, even what they have will be taken away. But those enemies of mine who do not want me to be king over them, bring them here and kill them in front of me. Now, this is not my opinion. I don't, I don't, I don't really have one. All I have is instruction, <laughs> right? All I can tell you is uh, what he told me and how he told me, right? Um there is a huge need for um, 
not only us to be financially responsible, but to also be financially aware. Um, and as we are building and growing in awareness, it is really important that we are also mindful of the times, right? We got to be mindful of what it looks like, uh, even as we approach uh, an election year, even as we approach, uh, there there are a myriad of different bills and laws being passed very um, openly, not secluded. And I'm not really, I'm not a, a, a political chaser. I don't watch the news. I don't do any of that. I promise you that there are instances where Holy Spirit will just bring something to my attention, provoke me to, to begin to read and to study um, about a specific thing so that I'm abreast. It doesn't make me fearful. It doesn't make me uncomfortable. Um, it makes me aware. Um, that giving me access to make provision with certain things in mind, which is why I'm sharing this. Our mindset in this era um, in this particular dispensation, as it relates to finances, um, as it relates to uh, proper money management, uh, would call to us not only being uh, more effective stewards, but finding our area, and, and, and we're going to tie this to something, of perverted thinking concerning money, um, that it'll run out. Um, and, you know, got more months than you have money, uh, credit score, stuck as a result of um, not being able to properly allocate finances because of situations and circumstances, um, uh, potentially uh, not having financial integrity or not being able to effectively sustain yourself from one month to the next. Ask me how I know I've been there, right? I've been there under different circumstances. But for me, if, and, and this is not to segregate me, it was part of my training because uh, money was Dagon to me. Money lorded my life. Money was my sovereignty. Money was my God. I trusted money, <laughs> right? Because in my mind, as long as I could make enough, I could depend on the money. Right. For some of us, uh, you'd be surprised the things that we make idols out of unaware. So this morning, I, I want you to uh, consider your expectations when it comes to finances, when it comes to resources. I want you to ponder uh, what, what finances and resources and liquidity, what's your mindset towards it? Uh, is there anybody on the line this morning that feels like uh, it, there's never, ever enough? You always, always run out. You uh, are trying to rob Peter to pay Paul. Listen, if there's anybody on the line that has never felt like that, can you secretly inbox me and tell me your magic trick? <laughs> Right. If you've never, ever experienced that, if you've never, ever, ever uh, experienced some type of lack or brokenness in your financial system, please inbox me because I think you might be Jesus's uh, first cut. We might call you John, child. <laughs> 
Um, why are you saying all of this, Dion? Uh, because in this new world system that, that is literally on the horizon, everything's going to be different, guys. Um, you have to prepare now for what, what is to come. How you feel about money, how you think about money, what you spend your money on, uh, where you sow your seeds, how you engage financially, it, it matters right here. If it's never mattered to you before, and like I said, this is this is a two <laughs> this is a two pronged situation. Um, what you do right now. Um, in this very, very critical hour financially is going to determine what you have access to in the very immediate future. Now, why are you saying all of this, Dion? Because how we think, how we feel, and how we behave concerning money lets God know what we treasure. How we think, how we act, how we behave, how we move around concerning money lets us know what our seek is, right? Um, and for some of us, it may just take um, a, a small tweak. For some of us, um, it may just take a rethinking. For some of us, we need a hard rewire. For others of us, uh, we need to engage some physical assistance with teaching us structure concerning finances, resources, security, stability. Um, we don't talk about it a lot most of the time. Now, I don't, I don't sell any financial products. This is not that. This is me making you aware that the hour is critical, that time is short for you to reimagine how you see yourself financially. There is a changing of the guards. There is about to be a supernatural transfer. Remember that I said it. That's all I can say. This is all Holy Ghost. I, listen, this, this went way down the street. But I'm telling you, be ye also ready when, not some of the time, not half of the time, but all of the time. Listen, I got 10 whole minutes left. I never end uh, before my time. I'm going to stop right there. Um, and I want us to have a literal dialogue about this. And let's talk about some of the belief systems, some of where they came from, some of how they were established in your life. Because what I want to do is walk through this, and I promise you on Wednesday, I'll tie it all up. I'll make it all make sense. If you have somebody that you know is struggling, is dealing with poverty, is dealing with um, extreme uh, anxiety and frustration about lack and suffering, if you know they don't have financial integrity, if you know that concerning money, everything is stressful, tell them to call on Wednesday. That's all I'm going to say, okay? Um, like I said, I'm going to stop right there. There may be somebody that called that did not have an opportunity to say good morning. I'll start with the men first, uh, then go into any new callers, and then we'll Aliox and free it. Any fellas want to say good morning? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the E in the place to be. In the place to be, twos and threes. Good morning, declare victory. God bless you all this morning. 
Good morning, Brother Jim. From the lounge of a retiree. <laughs> Good morning, Al. Excellent. Declare. Hey, man. Good morning, Al. Anybody else? Any other fellows? Hey, man. Anybody that may have joined the call for the first time? Awesome sauce. If not, let's let's do it. Anybody else? Morning, morning. Good morning, Mrs. Diane. Hey, and good morning. Good morning, Mr. Hey, Drew. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good stuff. Good morning. Good morning, Mrs. Wonderful Wanda. Great declaration. Hey, wonderful. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor Dion. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Hey, Prosperous. Good morning. Good morning. morning. This is hey, hey. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey, Sister Lisa. Sister Lisa, you got to give me your phone number. Okay. Who else? Now or later? Uh, I, I'll, yeah, a little bit later. I'll, I'll get it. Get it okay. Thank you. Good morning. Yes. This is Sunita. Hey, good morning, Sunita. Good morning. This is Danette. Hey, Danette. Good morning, babe. Good, good morning. morning. This is... Go ahead. Go ahead. Good morning. This is Krishanda. God bless you. Hey, Krishanda. Good morning. Good morning, Diana. Hey, look, hey, all 12 of y'all, good morning. <laughs> good morning. This is Anna, and it's my first time jumping in on a call. I've oh, been good. listening to you guys for about almost uh, a little bit over a month after you guys, you and uh, uh, Tanya came over to my house. Oh, but today hey. you're... Hey. Anna, come so, <laughs> Yeah, you're... The good morning. Um. Love to hear you. Uh, you're a breath of sunshine every time you speak. I love it. And thank you so much. And thank you to mm-hmm. everyone that participates. Um, it has made a big change in me. Hey, man. And today, your, your sharing today was just awesome. Let Amen. me tell you. Amen. <laughs> I struggled with finances for years. I was Amen. never taught how to manage my money. I would see my mom save her money, but because I grew up with not having things, I used plastic as being, oh, I got money, charge, charge. I got myself in so much trouble. It's unbelievable, and I'm paying for it now. But this last two years since we've been isolated from COVID and all that stuff, I realized that I don't have to buy work clothes, work shoes. I don't have to spend on stockings, just things like that. And guess what? I paid a one large credit card that I had, 100% paid it off. I've put more money away than I have ever 
done in my entire life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all because I decided there are things that I don't need. A life learning lesson for me was when my mom passed away four years ago. Mm. She, I had to do the cleanup of her things mm-hmm. and realized she kept all this stuff and she couldn't take it with her. Mm-hmm. So for me, my lesson was all this stuff you leave behind for somebody else to clean up and money you just spent for nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, you're, you're, you touched a lot today and thank you. I appreciate you. Amen. Amen. I'm glad to hear your voice. Um, I'm excited about the shifts that are taking place in your life. And, um, all I can say is what we always say, keep coming. Yes, I bet. Let me tell you, there has been a few of you that have made your speeches or either share your stories and I'm quietly over here. I just, I cry with you because mm-hmm. I feel you. I feel your pain. I've always been a very sensitive person. So if you cry, I'm going to cry. <laughs> and I cried with you, with a lot mm-hmm. of you especially those that are going through not just financial hardship. Just remember that's just stuff, but more of the emotional part of it, you know, the things that really, really matter, family, Mm -hmm. friends, Mm -hmm. you know, your acquaintances, just Mm -hmm. being at peace. Amen. 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 Again, thank you for sharing. Is there anybody else that may have joined a little bit late? You didn't get to say good morning? Good morning, it's Danielle. Hey, Dee. Good morning, good morning. Great share. Thank you. Amen. Good morning, Lady Di. You're welcome. Thank you, Dan. Anybody else before we go into this uncomfortable conversation? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Georgia. Hey, Georgia. And who else? Gloria. Morning, Dee. Hey. Morning. Nah, hey, it's good morning. Natasha, good morning. <laughs> hey, Tasha, good morning. I got a big old smile on my face. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> right. Mm. Morning, D. Morning, <laughs> From the land of the mighty dollar. <laughs> Amen. So, guys, look, check this out. Seriously, um, I, I love how Holy Spirit works. He does things so well. Um, he, he's so wise. He's so constant. And he's so concerned about us. Um, and and for many of us, we have had broken systems, perverted systems is what he keeps on saying. He keeps reminding me that if you find the bend, I'll straighten it. But we have to find it. We have to be honest with ourselves and where we are and how we look at things. Um, one of the, the biggest frustrations I think I experienced as a, a teacher, as a leader, um, and, and as um, a seer is 
to see just a small thing that can be shifted that'll literally revolutionize your life, revolutionize your finances, and secure your legacy. We are owners of absolutely nothing. <laughs> the only thing you own is your, your name and your witness. Them, them two belong to you, right? The word talks about it's better to have a good name. That means in liquidity. That means in finances. That means in resources. It's important how we steward, um, how we show up. One of the biggest obstacles, one of the greatest, most common bends is fear of lack. You ever grew up in poverty? If you ever grew up where, you know, you had just enough, it sets up mental barriers. It sets up what uh, we can call mind-binding spirits. It sets up these things that cause you in some instances to be real stingy, right? That's a heart stingy is a heart issue. Stingy is, is not a matter even of lack. It is more a matter of um, Mm, I got to say it how I hear it, y'all. I hate when this happens. Um, stingy is more about uh, self-idolatry. <laughs> and even though it stems from lack, it's more about the idolatry, how you feel about what you have or what you lose that is important. It is how you associate or assimilate the idea of what you have not being enough or not, not ever meeting the need. Or uh, uh, And it doesn't have anything to do with preparedness. It has everything to do with very temporary sets of circumstances. If God can get you um, to identify your bend, he can shift your life. You can become, the word says in, in Deuteronomy that we will be lenders and not borrowers. How do you do that if every single second of every single day you're terrified of not having? So you're terrified of giving because you're worried about what you won't be able to do. What need of yours won't be able to be met? That's, that's a different level of selfishness, right? So when you find yourself in a whole, whole, whole bunch of debt, 90% of the time, and listen to what I'm saying, it is about the lust of the eye. It is about the, the intent or motive of your heart. I, me, my. Now, I know this is a hard conversation, right? We all have to do our internal work concerning our mindset about money, right? Our mindset about money. It is a huge, huge deal. Now, because I, I don't have the capacity, and I'm gonna have, uh, we're, gonna, we're gonna have a conversation in just a second. I don't have the capacity to be selfish. Um, I'm gonna extend to every person under the sound of my voice a link to take a free financial class. If you've ever heard of Dave Ramsey, he is the number one, um, Christian-based or believer uh, financial guru, so to speak. Proven system, but a full one-year course on financial management. 
I'm going to give you that. I want I want everybody that can and will. Um, it's normally a $79 class. You want something to change, you'll do the work. Now, we don't have a lot of time. It's a year course, but you ain't got to wait no year to take it. You can make arrangements once or twice a week to do two courses and learn the principles of money because the principles of finances work for everyone who will work them. Now, if you are interested in getting this link to learn how to unlearn some of the ways you feel emotionally about money, I will be glad to send you the link. Now, I got the link from Transformation Church, okay? Michael Todd, the pastor, Michael Todd, paid for anyone who wants to take it online. If, I, if you, you, you heard it right here, we have to be prepared for what is coming. I'm going to say it again. We have to be prepared for what is coming, not scared, but prepared. It is imperative that you understand that how you steward what you have right now, that means get your house in order. That means get your heart intact. That means you need to start rethinking some things. Something is coming that's unfamiliar. Now, you can call me prophetic, you can call me crazy, you can call me, uh, 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 what's some things called? Uh, Y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, Conspiracy, you can call me whatever you want to, but don't say I didn't tell you, okay? All right, anybody have any questions, comments, or commentary right here? And this, the information will be in the Victory Room. It will also be at Declare Victory dot blog, declarevictory.blog, declarevictory.blog, and it'll just have a pointer that says take free financial course. All you got to do is sign up. They'll send you the workbook. They'll send you all 52 weeks of the financial training for free. There is no catch. There is no gimmick. There is no hustle. It's just the Dave Ramsey University. I'm telling you, I tried it myself first before I started extending it to people, okay? All right, any questions, comments, commentary? Anybody got anything? Yeah. Yes. This is Trina. It's true. This is who? I'm sorry. This is Trina. Okay, Trina. Yes, you are right. I I have it too. I'm doing it too for the damn Ramsey. Um. Yeah, so you write on it, and um, yeah, I stop. I stop right there. Mm-hmm. Good morning. This is um, Prosperous. Thank you for your share. Um, it was just a good reminder for me to tweak some things, um, but I also keep getting about for like what's how God has blessed me is hearing Holy Spirit. <laughs> In the early 90s, and I found this church where I really fell in love with the Lord. It was Cathedral of Faith here in San Jose. I don't go there anymore, but, um, you know, and it was time for offering. And I, I didn't have much. I, I, I put in like $7, and I and that was like years, years ago. But every time I seek God first and, and pay him, 
I'm not paying them. I'm not paying. God knows what he's going to do with what I'm uh, sowing and tithing. So I always have to tithe. I always, because I just trust him. And he continues to quadruple, like, I mean, I mean double it, triple it. Like, for, I'm nowhere um, financially where I was back then. God has continued to just add on, add on, add on. So for me, it's just always seeking God first and always, um, yeah, I have to be, though, I, the scripture says, if you're faithful over a few, I'll give you more or something I'm paraphrasing. But I just want to be faithful and a good steward over what he has given me. And he's continued to provide for me. Um, so anyway, thank you. That's just what comes to me. Very good. Thank you. Let me let me say this before we go to the next question or comment. I say this all the time, but God is a God of addition and multiplication. All he ever does is add to or multiply you. Anytime there is a subtraction, what it is is a uh a shift in direction to get you to a place of addition and multiplication. Does that make sense? Wow. Mm-hmm. That that last part was wow. I heard I knew the first part, but the last part, the subscri- subtraction. Woo! Sorry, that's good stuff. That's good. Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? Yes, this is Brianna. Good morning. Hey, Brianna. Good morning. Um, Thank you for the declaration. It was 100% confirmation. Um, And this is really hard for me to share right now. My heart is racing. Um, Just because God has really been dealing dealing with me lately um, in the recent months, I realized that I am, as much as I thought I wasn't, walking in the same habits as my mother showed me growing up, um, I, I am a overgiver and used to be, I've literally had to start telling my family, start telling people no, because I woke up one morning and realized not only did I not have, but, you know, I was pouring into so many people that when it was time for me to like need something back that no one could give back to me. And so, um, I started to you know, like focus on getting my finances right. And recently there was an opportunity brought to me. Um, I've had several businesses in the past that um, I've like dissolved just because, you know, it wasn't right. It wasn't what God wanted me to do. I did it anyway and it failed. Um, Recently there was an opportunity brought to me about kind of like being a financial advisor. And so in it, you know, you have to get your finances right, of course, so that you can help other families with it. And I couldn't understand you know, like what I understood, like, yeah, I need to get my finances together, but it brought me so much just anxiety because I feel like, you know, Lord, I really, I don't know enough to, to counsel other people on what they need to do. Um, and so lately my prayer has been, you know, like, Lord, if you want me to do this, then give me vision on, on how to, like, you know, every other business I've started, I've always felt like I've had this big vision, this mission, something that I knew that I wanted to do, but in this, I'm like stumped. And so hearing this conversation about money, I definitely need a hard rewire because, you know, I, 
I love to give, you know, I truly believe that God has something for me, like he does all of us, you know, something that he wants us to be able to do with our finances. And so, um, thank you. I'm sure that was probably back and forth, but thank you that this really helped me, um, to understand that this path that I'm going on, um, of, of, of getting myself together in this area, it is really important. And it kind of feels like to me, like I don't have any more time to say, I'm going to do something or, or try to do something and then don't do it. Like I I've been doing it, trying to do it on my own, um, over the years. And it is literally every time I find myself frustrated and I can go for like a cycle. I'm good. I'm good. I'm saving. I'm, you know, paying things off or have things together. And this is the first time in my life coming up here that I will have, you know, other than my car note, um, I will have no debt. And so, and I make good money. So it's not even like I don't have enough money to put toward it. It's just like there's something that every time I get in a good place, um, something in my mindset causes me to literally send myself back 10, 20 steps. Um, and lately here, like I'm literally a prayer just a couple months ago was like, Lord, I'm fed up. I can't keep doing this. I I don't know why, you know, if, if it's not food, then it's clothes, but it's stuff that I don't need that I'm so unsatisfied, even after I get it, even if it's just going to spend $15 on a burger. Well, by the time I pay, I feel like, why did I just do that? I have food at home. Like there's all these emotions and things that come with it. And so, um, this declaration has caused me to dig deeper in prayer to understand, um, how these strongholds need to be broken off. Like to me, that's what it is. These things on me that have been on me for a long time that need to be broken off. Um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to stay in this same place anymore. I want to be used by God and I do want to be trusted with a little bit. Um, and for me, what I, what God has blessed me and trusted me with now, for me, if this is a little bit, then that whole lot looks like literally a whole lot more. And so, um, so yes, thank you. Very good. Great share. And, and not uncommon, unusual. I'm excited. I'm excited. We win. Hey, good morning. Hi, good morning. This is Sister Tracy. Wow. So I just want to say that I had a conversation yesterday with someone about that FEDCO card. And at once upon a time, before COVID, I was in that same situation. And then I started to connect myself with like-minded people. And one of my girlfriends, she's very frugal. She's very giving like when it comes to charity and stuff like that. And she was like, do you really need that or do you want it? There's a difference. Do you have to have it? And then I started to rethink and reshape my mind. And I'm like, I need to learn how to do my own nails so that I don't have to spend that extra $50 every two or three weeks to go get my nails. But that's just for me. How to do certain things to be able to save my money and to make sure that I'm not in debt. I'm going out to purchase things that I don't need. Now, three years ago, before COVID, again, I was spending out of control. Now I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit more reserved. And so if I need something, the only way I'm going to purchase it is if I really, really, really need it. I don't need to go buy, I don't need to go to Macy's. I don't need to go buy anything. If I want something, I go to the thrift shop. I'm not ashamed to say it. They got nice things also. And then I just want to be a a steward of my finances, a better steward. I'm not as in much debt 
as I once was. I was in debt where I had, when I first came to California, I must have had about 15 or 20 credit cards. I was an emotional spender. And then after, during my divorce, because I was in so much pain, I guess I used that as an excuse to spend money just because. And, the, and, and dealing with the residuals of that <laughs> put me in financial hardship. Um, and so now my mindset has changed, and I'm so glad. I definitely want to sign up for the class. Even though I've done a lot better, I can do a lot better than what I'm doing right now. And I'm surrounded with like-minded people that are talking about, like, how you financially spend. Make sure you pay this. You know, why go on vacation and spend $10,000? For some people, they go on vacation and spend $10,000 on a trip and then they come home and they don't even have a month's rent if they have fallen hardship to pay their bills. So I'm just grateful for this conversation and uh, I love you and yes, I want to sign up for the class. Yeah. Hi, Dion. Good morning. This is Topaz. How are you? Hey, Topaz. Great morning. I um I just wanted to say thank you for your declaration. Um, thank you for confirmation. Um, I want to say maybe a few years ago I was having a conversation with Dion. That's my um my guy's name, and um, he was telling me that I was like insatiable and that we have excessive spending habits and all this that and the other. And here it goes. You're kind of talking about that in the uh, process of like how our mindset is, and um, just not realizing that sometimes these different spirits will keep us bound and keep us not looking to God to provide. Um, and sometimes they work through other people. You know, they'll tell you, I don't know why you're giving the pastor the money. You know, he ain't going to do nothing right with it or whatever the case is. But I noticed, just like you were saying, once I started to release um, and paying tithes and offerings to God, no matter what my need was, God was always there to fulfill it. And so I just realized that I cannot outgive God. It doesn't matter with my time, with finances, whatever the case is. And I'm, I'm glad that I actually changed my mindset and started trusting God a little bit more in that area of finances, because I've seen so many things provided for me. And if I could say, it's just like Miracle upon miracle. I don't even know how some tickets got paid because I never even used my account to pay tickets for, you know, parking tickets and whatever and whatnot. And I was receiving letters in the mail saying, um, pay, thank you for your payment in full for whatever the amount of the ticket was. And it was almost like, I was like, I didn't pay that. I'm going back checking accounts. Did I pay this in my sleep? Whatever the case. But, um, it was just, it was God proving to me that he was going to provide no matter what, as long as I, you know, was obedient. And I just wanted to thank you for your declaration. Um, you said so many things um, that were just confirmation to me. I'll put my phone back on mute, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good stuff. Thank you for sharing, Topaz. And listen, if I don't tell you nothing else, he will supernaturally provide if you are in position. You deal with the bend, he'll deal with the rest. Anybody Good morning, Sister Lisa. Hey, hey. Thank you for your decoration. It's great because it was a time when my mind wasn't on Jesus and I was wouldn't want to give up nothing. And I because I couldn't give up nothing because I was smoking everything up. But hey, hey, now my mindset is to bless somebody else. When he blessed me, he gave me this truck. He blessed me with this truck to serve. I go out to the toiletries. I go out to the store. I don't worry about it. I used to be worried about the bill before it got there because I came from the cardboard. But, hey, hey, 
He don't, I don't have to worry about that. But I have my pay my rent, I pay my car, no, my insurance and everything. But I don't worry if I see anybody. What I got, I release it. The tie, I release it. Hey, hey, every this is for you guys. And I don't want, you know, not looking for anything else back, not saying I did this good. It's from my heart because he cleaned my heart out. Just look out for others. For where I brought you from, you're going to bless somebody else. And, hey, I'm out in this field driving with noodles and water in my truck and, and the blankets and uh, socks and uh, body washes. It's amazing how he's going to turn me around. And my mindset is on Jesus. And then I had a PG&E bill. But every money is sixty dollars when it fools first, because I unplug mostly everything. This stuff the refrigerator, I unplug the microwave, everything. So anyway, uh, go ahead and pay it. It's all like this sixty dollars from twenty nine to sixty nine. And so this month I got the bill, no payment. Hey, hey, no payment. <laughs> That's Jesus, because everything that I got belongs to Him. That He blessed me with. My life belongs to him. You don't need to hold on to nothing. Release it. You see somebody, I pull up to get coffee. I get them some coffee. Hey, hey. That's I get them some coffee. That's because God said, you um, don't worry about none of that. I'm going to take care. You're going to take care of the people that's out there hurting. You're going to take care of the people that's still on the ground. There's just hope. Because if you can turn Amen. me around, Jesus, you can do it to everybody. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, hey, hey. That's Amen. my thing. Very good. Very good, very good. Thank you, Sister Lisa, for sharing. And as we all should, you guys have no idea, um, just because I don't take pictures and, and do a whole bunch of filming, because that's not really how I move every now and then. I'll give you a snapshot or give you a glimpse or an update. How many people you provided backpacks and suitcases and uh, sleeping bags and portable tents um, on a on a regular base, guy, with, with your giving? This is what I've learned um, through my process. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto your bosom. For some of you that don't have, and, and this, this has been my story in a season, um, when Josiah was in treatment and was so sick that he threw up probably five, six, seven, eight times a day. It just depended on what day he was in chemo or what day he was in radiation. When he couldn't really walk that much, what we would do was get in the car um, and go to my favorite places, and that's under the train tracks or down on what people call Skid Row, um, and go hand out things. And he enjoyed it because he could do it from the car without physically having to get up. Um, and so now I watch my baby he might have uh, 40 or $50 in his pocket. He'd be like, Mom, uh, can you pull over real quick so I can run this little money to this man? Absolutely. All three of my boys, because they've watched me, um, not just with strangers, but people that need, people that have needs. And sometimes, listen, when I didn't have it in my mind, while he was undoing the broken systems that I had created to survive, right? He taught me through giving. I was created to give. I've been giving since I was a girl. And so um, I just want you to be mindful, especially if you know you have a tendency to be stingy. I need you to ask God what the core of that is. For some of you all that spend emotionally, 
I'm going to tell you what the root of it is so you can start to deal with it. It is codependency and acceptance. Now, I'm only telling you what, what I've done the work behind, right? Because just because we give, it doesn't mean that we give ourselves into a pickle. That's not wisdom. The prayer should be, God, give me wisdom in how to steward these resources to govern your people. Give me wisdom in how to steward these resources so that someone can experience the love of Christ from the Christ that lives within me. That should be the constant prayer. Yes, go ahead. Codependency and what? Codependency. And acceptance, you, there's a desire to be accepted by people. Listen, the word says it like this. You have been accepted in the beloved. You've already been accepted. God has already received you. The, the root of, of needing acceptance is the spirit of rejection. Right? Wow. It's people-pleasing. It's approval-seeking. Be right. That's from the. Definitely, you're stingy. So, so when you are stingy, you you know, some people are just. I've I've quit men. Look, the last person that I dated, very nice guy, but he's stingy. I said, oh no, 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 no. That's a heart thing. I can't I can't connect myself to somebody that's stingy. That scare me. That's that's. That's a that it makes me not want to be who I am as it relates to giving. Anything that'll make you alter who you are to accommodate it is a problem. I don't want nothing stingy by me. I'm I'm real mindful of heart posture, especially as it relates to money. That the Bible says, where your treasure is. There, you're, what you value the most, if, all, if you value money over relationship, if you value money over connection, if you value money over movement, something is going on in your heart that you need to find the perverted part of it. You need to find the bend, the real thing. Hey, T. Yeah. Hey, Danielle, go ahead. Uh-huh. Oh, oh that's, that's Dee Dee. I heard yeah. Dee Dee. And who else was that? Who else was that behind her? I was just, this mm-hmm. is Pam. I, I was just going to say there's a difference. I, I know we, we might, we probably all know this. There's a difference, too, between stingy and being frugal. And, and frugal. That's all. Fru- fru- I mean. Frugal is responsibly and fiscally financially stable. Stingy is me, 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 I, I, I. It is super duper proud. Um, it is super duper um, self-absorbed, and it's a form of self idolatry. <laughs> Go ahead, Dee Dee. Uh, I was going to say thank you, sis, for this. Well, ooh, this is right on time. And I think it was Anne, Anna, or Anne who spoke earlier, Anna, where she was mm-hmm. talking about uh, realizing that the stuff that we get, like like when people pass away, that's a real eye opener. Or if you've had to transition and move, like for me, and I moved in September, you don't really know the stuff you accumulate. Some of us do. We don't need most of the stuff that we have. So to, to downgrade or to bag up, like I gave away so much stuff, but I still do. I don't mind giving away stuff because, like she said, you'll see no U-Hauls 
that's a professional. You don't see that stuff going into the cemetery. You can't take none of the stuff with you. But we do put, like you said, it's emotional, I think, for a lot of us. Because I think that the things we think we need, we don't. I, it, it used to be a um, saying that says, he who dies with the most toys win or something like that. And to me, I took that as that the more stuff you get, you know, some people are not satisfied with a four-bedroom and an eight-bedroom and all that kind of stuff. You can't take none of this stuff with you. So mm-hmm. your declaration really touched. And for me, y'all, retiring at 47, let me tell y'all something. Prepare yourself. It ain't a joke. Don't put your back. <laughs> These companies, listen, you might think you're saving, but let me tell you, it's a real Think about what you're doing. And like you said, I'm taking that class too, Dion, because now at 55, right, there's a lot that you said what's coming up. Oh, it's, oh, get ready. We already see it. You know, me helping my 81-year-old mother with her stuff, she's blessed. But what about the rest of people who's not prepared? Because there's more to it than, like you said, people want to catch flights. Keep catching them flights. But you still got to come back and deal with it. Like the person said, you'll do a $10,000 trip, but you can't pay your rent. So this is so needed. I'm excited about Wednesday, and I'm definitely going to take a class because I know that I need to redo some things in my retired self at 55. Amen. Amen. It's a real thing. I have a point. This is Danielle. Okay, so I heard Danielle. Let me let me get an order real quick, D. Who else? I heard like three other voices. Danielle, who else? Prashanda. Prashanda, and who else? Cynthia and Trarina. So let's go in that order. Danielle, Krishanda, Cynthia, and Trarina. Go ahead. I don't know if I made this up. This is just a spirit, but frugal. It, for me, it came out, <clears throat> excuse me, for real, you got a lot. That's what those letters stand for me. For real, you got a lot. F-R-U-G-A-L. I'm going on mute. It just popped in my head. For real, you got a lot. I don't know where it came from. It's the I like richman it. in me. It's the richman in me, but I'm going on mute. I'm going on I mute. I like it. For real, you got a lot. If we if we really just be honest, for real, you do. <laughs> I like it. Hey, That's good. Hey, man, Krishanda, go ahead. Good morning. Um, great declaration. I don't know what's going on this month, but I've been trying to oversleep. Well, I haven't been trying, but that's what's been happening. So I'm so glad I got to hear. I am signed up for um, that class. And um, I thank you for um, the reminder to do a tune-up um, because I've been hearing similar things like consolidate um, get rid of extra. Just be prepared to shift. Um, so thank you for um, that reminder, especially with all that, um, the, what you were saying about the digital um, and, and what you said about the king and all of those things that you said. Um, definitely going to go back and listen again. Thank you for the keys. Um, shift. Um, I heard you. And thank you for um, hearing uh, the word of the Lord. Minister Dion, God bless you. Amen. Amen. Go, go ahead, Cynthia. Um, <clears throat> this declaration hits the heart, and and everything you said um, is true. Um, I'm at the I'm at the point in my life right now. Um, if I can 
say that I'm I'm in a I'm in a ditch um financially um struggling uh and um trying to get myself out you know Lisa's in my ear but when I say it's a struggle right now the experience that I'm experiencing right now is a struggle to the point I'm paying my rent. Every money I try to get, because I'm I, I'm not a frugal person. I need to learn how to be a frugal person, but I'm a giving person. I like to give and I like to bless people, but I'm at the point now where I can't even do that. It's and I'm not, you know, if you, like people would say, if you need me, I'm here for you. And it's not nobody's fault but me. I'm just saying, if you need me, I'm here for you. <laughs> the only person I can depend on right now is God, because when people say that, they're not there for you. But it's me that put myself in it because I didn't know how I don't didn't know how and don't know how and learning how to put away and not spend so much because I like to spend I like to bless people and I'm I don't want to say I don't think that's a gift from God but he wants me to bless people when I can not bless people and still put myself in a ditch so I need to take uh, take up the class too but I'm I'm at a point where I'm like, my goodness, Jesus, every penny that I get, I can't keep nothing. And it's it's tough right now. I'm I'm holding my head up, I'm doing all that I can do. I'm the type of person <clears throat> I don't have the job that I have. I got it because and I and I'm not saying what will me, I'm just talking to you guys no i, I hear i can hear i can hear your posture it don't sound like you it don't sound like you uh doing that at all it sounds like you are acknowledging something but yeah. let me let me say this to you real quick cynthia and I, i'll still let you finish the first thing you have to do is change your language stop saying out of your mouth i'm struggling it's and now after your acknowledgement i'm glad you acknowledged it now you got to learn, listen, your life follows your words. Your life follows your words. Your life follows your words. So how do you frame you are struggling financially with your words? I have not made the best financial decision However, I am correcting behavior in an effort to secure my financial future. What that does is change the narrative from sitting in it to walking in the proper direction away from it. The objective is that you speak forward, and I'm not saying don't acknowledge the the, the, the hardship. What I am saying is, um, and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you a scripture in just one second because I want you to understand the principle. Your rut is a, a direct reflection of your need for, desire for, 
people pleasing. That's your problem. The emotional giving. Right? When we give according to God's direction, there can be no lack. When we give based on our emotions because we want acceptance and approval from people, we create a problem. Your bend is acceptance and people-pleasing. So in essence, it then becomes self-sabotage. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. You you done? If you have something else to share, you can. Um, I wanted to, you know, how you gonna do something, but you want to do it before you share it. Um, so I want to further the experience of my um, job that I'm doing. I want to push myself into. Um, learning this course, I don't want to just speak it out just yet until I do it. That way I won't make myself out of a liar. But no, it's a, it's a learning experience. I can just go all the way back to when I just jumped on the declare victory and God has, is answering every one of my, my answers and, and just stuff that I'm learning. And I'm like, wow, it's blowing my mind. So if God, if people say, that there isn't a God, believe it or not, I can pretty much tell you there is a God because none of you guys sleep with me. None of you guys hang with me. None of you guys are around me. And the stuff that for the last couple of, I don't know how many declare victories has been touching right at the heart. And I'm like, God, I need a change. I need your help. <clears throat> if I'm depending on people and not you, help me to get to that point where I'm depending and trusting in you. Um, this is, you know, this is from the heart. God, I, I need you. I need your help. Um, I, can't, I can't depend on man. I need him. I know you guys are here for us to give us the word and stuff like that, but the word that you give us is from him. And my ears are wide open. You know, I, I thank God for, if you don't like me saying her name, Lisa Porter, you know, how they invite me. It was that's not on the call, so. But I thank God for all you guys. I really do. You know, the enemy tries to come. He comes to kill, steal, destroy, but God gives us life more abundantly. And he tries to get in my head, and I, I have to, you know, that's why you guys say pray. That's why you guys say pray the word and stuff. This stuff is really real. It really is. And I know I go up and down, but I know there is, I know God got something more for me. I think I just thank you guys for all that you are putting into us. Um, that's it. Very good. Very good. Trarena, go ahead. Yes, I, I'm sorry. I'm so excited. I want to give God a glory. I'm going to give God the glory. I have a praise report that maybe can help someone else. Um, my car, when I bought my car, it was in 2016 when I was homeless. Uh, the struggle. You remember, Deanna, when I called you and told you? Absolutely. Oh, my God. Oh, I want to get that car up. I tried my best to get that car up. I wanted to get it back to the bank or do something with this car. 
Yeah. But God is good. God is good. For me being <laughs> living in poverty mindset from childhood on to now, which I'm getting my mind renewed. But but I want to say this, Dion. That car is paid off. I got my uh, title. Come on, Trina. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jesus. That car was my home back in 2016. Now it's paid off. Thank Hallelujah. you, Jesus. The struggle that I did. I got it paid off. I just want to give the glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Go ahead, Trina. <laughs> That's what I'm talking Hallelujah. about. That's Thank a praise you in on that one. Glory, hallelujah. Yeah, that's a praise Hallelujah. 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 That's awesome. That's hallelujah. awesome. That's awesome. That's a big deal. Amen. Anybody else? Yeah, Pastor Dion, um, it's interesting. Terina and hallelujah. Oh, uh, oh, I'll, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go Okay, no, I just, um, I just, hallelujah. I just give praise, uh, praise. God is so good. And it's interesting that same time period, 2015, 2016, um, when I was going through my thing, <clears throat> when God had sat me down and I'm just, I still am overwhelmed by what you had said earlier about uh, God will always multiply or add and when he subtracts. Because back in 2016, I was like, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. And I, used, I think I used to whine on the call about it. I didn't understand why I was where I was, but I looked back and it was, to redirect me into a great, a much better, happier, lighter place. I'm just so thankful. Um, that just was powerful. I just want to write down what you. I don't want to forget that part about adding. Um, but then when he subtracts, it's to redirect you. Um, that's all. I'm overwhelmed this morning. Thank you. That's good stuff. I like it. <laughs> Amen. I think I heard uh, it's me. Then who else? Who else was trying to speak when Pam started talking? Amen. A- anybody else? Um. Yes, Pastor Dion. Do you mind um restating the prayer that you said for wisdom to Stuart? Yeah, you you want to ask God for the wisdom, the wisdom to steward the resources He allows you to have, right? So, and you can you can actually use that um, that scripture reference that I gave here. And let me, I'll tell you exactly what it is. Go back and read the scripture, right? So it's Luke the nineteenth chapter, starting at verses uh, verses eleven through verse uh, 27, right? So you'll be um, directly dealing with that. Hold on one second. And I'm, um, for those of you guys that are texting me um, and inboxing me, I'm literally, I'm putting the link itself um, in the header of declarevictory.blog. Give me just a second. For those of you that are in the victory room, it is tagged in the featured posts in the victory room. And I think I'll, I'll actually also put it on the Declare Victory 
um, fan page because I don't I don't want anybody to miss it. Now I don't know how long they're gonna leave it um, at no cost to you. This is not my doing. I didn't do you know I didn't do anything to create this. All I'm doing is extending to you information Holy Spirit highlighted to me. That's it. So my my prayer is that um, let me see. Then that yes, babe. I'm sorry, I lost you guys. I just want to say it's something. Okay. When you're done. Yeah, no, go, go, go ahead, Rufan. Good morning, family. Um, I could write a whole book on everything. I didn't hear the whole declaration, but I could write a, ho- a whole book on what I've heard people say and talk about. I could write a whole book on the people pleasing, giving emotionally, and um, just just cutting up. I mean, I would, I, I, I don't know. I think it was mental because <laughs> I would, I would give until I was broke, until I didn't have anything. And I heard the lady speak earlier. I also too thought I was blessing people. I said, God blessed me to bless other people. Yeah, he did. But I, I, I wasn't given with wisdom, with, with wisdom. I was just giving and giving and giving and giving. And then when it came down to it, when I didn't have nothing, not that I gave with expectations to get back. It's just a couple of people, family members. I thought, hey, you know, um, I'm in need of, you know, this, that, or whatever. And um, they absolutely turned their backs. So I, I, I had to learn that. Um, give, you know, um, huh? And I, I need to finish answering um, that, that question with regard to that the um the prayer or the questions that you ask God always remember this guys when you ask the right question you always get the right answers so you ask God for wisdom in how to steward your finances number 1 so that it is beneficial not just to you but beneficial toward kingdom building right you need to ask him where is your bend concerning finances so that he can show if you're an emotional giver, if you are giving out of idolatry of self, if you are giving because you are people-pleasing or you are codependent, ask him to show you the origin. I say this all the time. If you can find the root, you can dismantle the system. If you can find the root, you can straighten the bend. The goal is to find the root. Hold on one second. Now, let me give you one more scripture context because I want you to understand this. I don't want you to think I'm just saying something because I don't got nothing else to do. I'm listening to what Holy Spirit is saying, telling you. Genesis, the fourth chapter, the seventh verse says this, sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. So, so why why did I say sin, right? The enemy is waiting for you to give him access to anything in your life, your finances, your relationships, your mental health, your emotional health, uh, your your employment scenarios, every single thing. When when we sin, we ensnare ourselves with our own mouth. It means that you need to be guarded with what you say. Stop saying I'm broke. Stop 
saying, I have nothing. And I know that that's hard to undo in your head. I know that it's hard to um, break the shackles of saying what you think you see. It is not what you think you see. It is your perception, right? And until you straighten the bend, the experience will always feel familiar. Your life follows your words. What You have to be real responsible because the enemy waiting for you to give him permission to attack any and every area with your own words. Okay, somebody was about to say something. Who was that? Yeah, I want to say this. Oh, Ruth Ann, go ahead. Um, so I remember meeting with Pastor Coleman, and he said, Ruth, he said, you are not a good team player. And I was like, what do you mean? He said, you, you know, you gave without even consulting your husband, your family. And he was right. I just gave on my own, you know, and not even considering my entire family. And so, um, and then when I went to my tax guy and I gave him all these receipts and um, money order, um, copies of money orders, he said, Ruth, you can't claim none of this on your taxes. He said, I wish you had come to me before you gave all that money to all those people. He said, he said, next time you get this kind of money, he looked at it with thousands of dollars, just, just copies of uh, cashier's checks. I didn't let people, I just gave people money. He said, you can't claim none of this. And so it took me to 56 years old, 56, just to get it, you know. And everybody, see, God will take care of everybody else. You, can, you don't have to give financially. You can always give in, um, giving people advice. If you have something that you, I had, I had a bunch of clothes that I didn't had not never um, wore and still had tags on. You can give other ways, but even if you just give a prayer or you give, like I said, information, you teach people how to make money. That's what I've been doing uh, recently. You know, um, I'm, I don't have it to give like I used to, or I don't give like I used to. So I give people, you know, um, ways to make money. You know, create create a job or create something, you know, to make you some money. And that's the best advice and the best thing I could ever do for people now. And to me, it's more beneficial because they don't have to come to me for money. But I was not a good team player. And, I mean, mm-hmm. I could literally write a book on this. In 2005, I made over a million dollars. And I said, at the end of the year, where is my money? Well, mm-hmm. it was out there on the cruise ships, you know, at the stores, in the cars, in the houses, and all that stuff. They can have it. I'm so grateful to God now. My mindset has changed. I said, God, I, and like you said, your words is your life. I <laughs> said this year, this year, you know, normally I would be in Vegas by now because I had a little change. Nope, I am not tripping on Vegas. I'm not tripping off nothing. I don't need to go to Dubai. None of that stuff. That don't even, that stuff don't matter to me. Because, <laughs> like, why am I going to be sitting in Dubai and I, you know, I still got bills to pay or whatever. I just, some stuff just don't turn me on like that. But I want to say this. I'm so grateful that God changed my mindset because now I can give with wisdom. And and, and sometimes I, I give and I'll, God will say, give this. And I'm like, well, you know, okay, well, and but I do. So I'm grateful for that. But everybody going to make it. So yeah, I would want to tell that to the lady earlier that was speaking earlier. God going to bless them like he bless you. So we don't always just have to, you know, when God bless us, we don't always have to give everything that we have. 
Because that's how I thought I had it. Absolutely. But I always remember this, too. Romans 8 and 28 is a real thing, right? You don't understand it in the moment. You don't understand it at the time where you feel, feel the pressure. Anytime God sends pain, it is that thing that Pamela keeps on bringing up. Prosper is talking about God will create a situation where it feels like you're losing. Sometimes it got to look like you're losing for you to win. God will allow a redirection of you. Anytime you feel pain, it's an area God is pursuing. He's after it. He's chasing it, and he's chasing the behavior. He's chasing the feeling. He's chasing the emotion connected to that particular thing. Whatever area you feel pain in, especially as it relates to finance, it means that it's an area you need to explore. So to answer the question, you ask for wisdom. You ask for integrity in financial stewardship. You ask for your character to be upstanding in stewardship. You ask that God would open the eyes of your understanding. You can use uh, Psalms, the, the 119th chapter, the 130th verse, right? The entrance of thy word gives light. Ask him to light up every dark place in your thought process, in your intellect, in your understanding to steward your resources well and effectively. Now, let me give you this this other scripture, and it's key. It's something you should memorize. It's something if you have children, you should teach your children. Proverbs 6 and 2 says this, you have been trapped by what you said, ensnared by the words of your own mouth. Who building something? Mute your phone. Can you repeat that again, Proverbs? Proverbs 6 and 2. Right, and King James says it like this, thou art snared with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Everything we say, we are responsible for, which is why the Bible talks about not using idle words. Well, what do I use instead? Now, the world would call it positive affirmations. We call it declaring his decrees. He cannot lie. He cannot lie. So, right? So, so now you can say, uh, you can use your mouth if he cares for the lily of the field, if he cares for the fowl of the air, what more does he think of you? Take no thought for the morrow. The morrow will take care of itself. You have to believe it. We can't just keep saying the same stuff over and over again, and we don't got no proof. We can't testify to the world about nothing from broke. Don't nobody want to hear that? Honey, you shut up. We're broke self. No. Not not in this dispensation, not right up and through here. We're about to live the life that we declare we believe we are uh, not only uh, entitled to as sons of God, but that he died so that we would have. Where is the exceeding abundantly? Where is the above and beyond anything we could ever think, hope for, or imagine? And don't limit yourself to not travel. You should travel, though, but... 
You should also have an emergency fund, but you should also have life insurance, but you should also have a savings account, but your children should also have college funds set up so they don't come out of school in debt. But some of the cycles and systems that our parents and our grandparents did not break because they didn't know how, they didn't have the tools, they didn't have the resources. You need to break the cycle so your children don't face it. This generation, everybody under the sound of my voice, you're going to break your children out of poverty because you're going to do things legally, logistically, integrally, full of character, responsibly. You're going to do that. You're going to change it. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. And it is so. Amen. Amen. Yeah, not not this time. Jesus name. Say it again. I just said in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Listen, we're going to do this thing called life better. Right? We're not getting stuck and complacent and living like the world and living through the world system. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. Not on my watch. Amen. Anybody else before we go? Well, praise the Lord. Um, yeah, and I want to give you my number. I, I got it already. I got it. Oh, okay, thank you. All right. Yes, yeah. Dion? Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Can you hear me? Yeah. Um, I, well, I mean, this is a powerful, um, powerful uh, declaration. And what you had heard, I'd heard that as well. Um, I was listening to NPR, and they were talking about that. Um, but, um, I definitely need prayer because I was that stingy prayer. I say I was because I'm moving out of that, but still there's that spirit of, uh, I know it's emotional because I don't know if it was, somebody was talking about how they spend just, you know, they don't need to just spend it. And that's me. I just spend, I spend. But on the other side of that is that I've been also asking God to, you know, make me a giver. So, you know, to get out the mentality of of the, um, uh, you know, coming out of poverty and just having that mentality of being broke. And so, you know, spending on me but not giving. And so God has been working with me on that, you know, as far as being a giving and changing my mindset. But still, there's that emotional component that I need to get to. Um, so I'm praying for that. Uh, that I get a better understanding of what that I've been asking God, but I, I don't know if I'm not paying attention, but it's it's, it's depressing. <laughs> so um, I just wanted to put that out there. Uh, heard you. I joined that class, and I'm ready to move to the next level. It's that time, and be mindful of where you put your seed. Don't you don't you be sowing your seed in dead soil. Ask God where to send your money. Ask God where to plant your seed. Ask God where to send your tithes. I don't care what church you go to. And yet I said it. I'm telling you something. You will get in trouble for planting your seed in what you know is stony ground. You will get in trouble for planting your seed in a place that you know is barren and dead and dying and does not give. You will get in trouble. 
I'm telling you, pay attention. Don't just be doing stuff. Believe me, um, yeah, I know that, you know. I've been definitely doing that too, praying about where this seed is going. Yeah, I'm doing it's that. Yeah, yeah, it is. It really is important. I used to think, but I used to didn't. I used to pay my tithes, right? And I saw stuff happening, but you know, I had that mentality where well, I'm paying my tithes. God is saying what I'm doing. What they doing? With what they do with is their business. But no, <laughs> I, the Lord told me, showed me a whole different thing. You know, it it does matter where you put your money. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's the truth. I'm sorry, Dan. But I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Go ahead. I was asking, you know, me, where did you say you're going to put the postcard? It's going to be under declare victory and then go under what? So it's it's in the victory room, but it is also at declarevictory.blog, right underneath the declare victory banner header. I put it right there so you don't got to look for it or nothing. As soon as you open the declare victory website itself, mm-hmm. it's at the very top. So you just go to okay. declare victory. That blog. Okay, thank you. Very welcome. Anybody else before we go? Hey, Dion. Hey. This is this is Melody. I've been contemplating. Come off a mute for like <laughs> ten minutes. <laughs> okay. So, this is my first time speaking on here, of course, you know that, but I was listening to, um, and good morning, everyone, so I was I was really listening to everything that you said, and um, it makes so much more sense to me now when my father used to talk to me very heavily about money. Um, and it really makes me think, like, man, I really should have took more time to kind of, like, sit. Because my father was frugal. He wasn't stingy. He was just frugal. Like, he he made an issue to put money away because he always told me, you know, you just never know. You never know when something is going to happen. Or you never know when you need to do this. Or you never know. So, um, but thinking about my spending habits over the years, I can say that I have been an emotional spender um, because when I would get frustrated in relationships or things of that nature, um, I would get, I would just go and spend my money. And the type of job that I had, I did have a lot of money. So to me, that was a lot of money. So, you know, my bills was paid. So I said, oh, I got some extra. I can go out here and I can do what I want to do. And get me an outfit or get my clo- my kids some clothes or buy them some new shoes, even though they may not have needed it. But I did it anyway. Um, and so just thinking about that, everything that you said this morning, it makes a lot of sense um, to me. And also, um, it made me really think of, like, where the root of it stemmed from. So my mother was not a good steward with her money. Um, and I, I've watched that behavior my whole life. So um, I, I feel like that's where it started. But then over a period of time, you also have to be mindful of the words that you say out of your mouth 
um, the things that you say or the things that you accept and come into agreement with. And my sister used to always say to me, you're the poorest, richest person I ever met. And I never really, I thought it was funny for a long time until I started learning the power of your words. So now if she was to open her mouth and say that, it would be a different story. There would be no laughter. It probably would be an open rebuke. But, um, yeah, I just want to thank you for um, all of this, like, even with everything else. Like, this was really good. And just listening to everybody else share, it was, it was really good. Um, and so I know that going forward, you know, you have to put one foot in front of the other and fully trusting God with everything that I have is my ultimate goal. Like, there is no other goal. It's walking with him and allowing him to lead me in how I spend my money, who I share my money with. Um, I've always been a giver. I've always, you know, given, given alms and paid my tithes. And it only was until I started having issues with money is when I started thinking, like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? And questioning every intention that I have with money. So um, this was really good, and I thank you for it, and thank you for allowing me to share. No, thank you for sharing it. Good, good share. And th that's the thing that I was talking about, Mel, when I said when we ask the right questions, when you start to find out where you get your financial um, mentality, when you start to understand and acknowledge bad systems financially that were set up, somebody needs to mute their phone. It'll help you to attack the perversion. It'll help you to attack the bend. So if it was your mother and her uh, financial stewardship being ineffective or not really solid, she didn't have a good system, he didn't have a good system, it was your father, it could be, you know, you were raised by your grandmother and, you know, she was barely making it. There are so many different things that if you pay attention, um, if, if you pay attention, you'll be completely aware of what that looks like. Um, yeah. and, and I will start to help you dismantle those systems. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Amen. Well, guys, it's 8.04. I got business. I got to go be a good financial steward and get myself to this office and go maneuver some things. <laughs> I love you all immensely. I pray that this conversation helped. I was really leery about having this conversation openly. I do it intimately. Um, with coaching groups, but, um, and then for any of you all that are interested, I'll put this in the comments in the victory room. If you're interested in getting with a financial advisor, one of my closest, dearest friends who is a financial advisor is integral, full of character, um, financially extremely stable, and she can help you um, put together a budget. It is a service, just FYI. But I, what I'll say is this, she's a field. Like I said, be mindful of where you spend your money. I know somebody that can help you turn your whole financial future around with a conversation. So I'll put the form in this um, in the comments from the Victory Room. You're more than welcome to fill it out. Her admin will contact you. You can make a physical, she's a real person who I trust. 
I love. She manages millions and millions of dollars for a whole bunch of non-pigmented people. <laughs> I'll just put it to you like that. So you do whatever you want. Um, but it's there, and I'm extending it to you in hopes that it blesses you. Amen. All right. I love you. And yes, Natasha, you are absolutely accurate. I'm just doing what he say, boo. <laughs> Have a wonderful day, guys. Thank you, Dion. Have a blessed day, everyone. Thank you for all the information. Thank you. Thank you, Dion. Have a wonderful day. Bye, you guys. Love you guys. Bye. I love you. Love you, girl. <laughs> Have a good day, everybody. All right. You too.